Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. Here we are. We are here once again to talk about mysteries and crimes and guesses. And once with us once again are our good friends... Alyssa and Wayne. We're yes, so they're to be back. Woo. I can't believe you. I am like shocked that we got the text tag. Got a, that we got asked back. Like this is like, you know, I I'm I'm overjoyed. Well, you know, we're here to do the reboot of Magnum PI, so it only seemed it only seemed right to have you back. And let, let's see if the see if the guessing was any easier. And for that matter, just reboot reboot the chance for our podcast. So th- this is actually the reboot of our podcast right here. We're coming out with all new, all new logos, all new theme songs, all new everything. This is all a lie. We're not doing any rebooting I, I whatsoever. Was like, Wait, what? oh, Are you? God. I was oh. like. I was this, like, that's so cool. I love the no the music. Don't change the music. <laughs> no, this is the season finale. So there's gonna be a fake wedding in here somewhere, which is really hard because we're all already real wedded. So I'm not somebody, sure what's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna die before this podcast is over. Oh, that may be <laughs> it. One of us is gonna shoot another one of us, and the other two of no, us no, 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 are no, I don't be looking and no one will know who did it. I don't think we're going to shoot each other. I think I think one of us is going to have to leap in front of the bullet to save somebody else. Oh, so, but okay. one of us one of us will die before the end of the night is through. That's actually okay. So this is a good place to talk about. So Magnum PI, the reboot that we're doing, started in 2018. There are two big differences. Well, three big differences if you really want to get into. It. There are three big differences between this Magnum PI and the original Magnum PI. The first big difference is that Thomas Magnum does not have a mustache in this one. True. He has a very tight. That was shocking. Goatee, right. So he's he's got a goatee. The second big difference is that he drives a different Ferrari, and we can talk about that. But he's got a, he's he does have a Ferrari, but it's a different Ferrari. And then the third big difference is in the original series there were three friends. There was Thomas Magnum, Rick, also Orville, who was the bartender, and then TC, the helicopter pilot. Well, in this version. Theoretically, not theoretically, in this version, there were four friends in the pilot. I forget the name of the fourth guy, but that's fine because he was only there to be killed. So, <laughs> like, but wasn't that true of the original Magnum as well? That wasn't the pilot of the first Magnum that they had. There was another friend, and and that was the plot of the pilot, even with yes. Malik. Yeah. Well, it was it so, but okay, Good memory. The, it kind it was kind of the plot. It was there were there's so it wasn't a friend of so in the original pilot of Thomas Magnum there was they were in Vietnam and they were they, <laughs> the most ridiculous French accents ever. They were they were working with some French fighting off the Viet Cong, and this Frenchman um, and his compatriots died helping Thomas and. Uh, Rick, I think, was just in the helicopter. Was TC. anyways? Tom, they, they, these Frenchmen died helping Thomas get to the helicopter to escape from this ambush gunfire that they were in. So that Frenchman died, but then the Frenchman comes back later on as the villain of that episode because he's trying to get some gold bars that had gone to the bottom of the ship. But that's the friend that disappears. There was not like a there no. was not like a TC. Oh. No, 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 no. There was a there was a fourth friend. He gets off an airplane. And they they had been in special forces together. Thomas Magnum had been in force, special forces. And so the, they were going to meet up after something that he had in Japan. And he gets yes. waylaid, picked up yes, by somebody else. Yes, you're right. And he gets killed. 
and they can't figure out why. And that's when they realize that the Frenchman killed him. Yeah. Yes, you're right. They were hanging out in Hawaii, but that was the big, like... But the pilot, the pilot episode of the reboot, we did watch until I fell asleep, but I think he watched the whole thing. But (laughs) watched the whole thing. Oh, I wandered off, but we did watch it. And in the opening credits, yes, it showed TC and Rick and Magnum and then this other guy. And I was like, oh, he's going to die. The opening credits and, and would not, I, I just knew he wouldn't be in any. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not going to, he's not going to make it. Not so the there opening... are four of us. So, okay. So place your bets. Who of us is dying before this thing <laughs> is done? Right. Yeah. Who's the fourth? <laughs> I thought the pilot was good. We watched another yeah. episode from the third season which I didn't think was as good, but I kind of I kind of like the pilot, and w- you got to talk about Higgins, right? Sure, no, yeah. absolutely. Why, why do Please. we need so? Why do we need to talk yeah. about Higgins? Well, in the new in the new show, Higgins is a, a woman played by Perdita. Perdita. Perdita um, Weeks. Yeah. Perdita Weeks, and she's a kick-ass ex MI6 agent. And yeah. and in the episode that I and and so I watched the episode in the third the third season first and then i went back and watched the pilot and in the pilot she kicks butt yes she kicks ass she has a great action sequence and uh, and it's, it's revealed that she's x mi6 yep and and still the major domo which is the other term that i i learned on wikipedia which i didn't i didn't learn watching the old watching the old show but i'd never that i love that term major domo which means master of the house obviously right and she's the She's the major domo of the of the Robin Masters estate. So there are also Jessica. When we were researching this, Jessica kept saying, "Are they married or not? Like, is <laughs> Thomas Magnum and Higgins married or not?" Because there's all kinds of there's obviously a big will they won't they chemistry thing going on between like Higgins and Thomas Magnum. So they are not married. However, they do finally. So they do kiss at the end of season three. Yes, yeah, so um, I found that picture, and I was like, yeah, after yeah. all of this, there is a kiss. Oh, so they do. Oh, go ahead. No, no, for two things. So there is, and there is a point where she is engaged. She's fake engaged. There's an episode where they have to do the whole pretend to be engaged thing. So Thomas and her are fake engaged. But there's another episode where she is real engaged to TC because she has to, she has to marry somebody to keep her green card or something or other. I'm not sure how that all works out. I didn't watch that episode. So there's, they're definitely working, like she does kick ass, but they're definitely all working any different, any permutation of how can this, how, how can we make this woman romantically linked or do some kind of like fan bait with all of this? They are very sporty. I feel like in every episode, there's some new sport that they're playing, like jumping out of a helicopter and running or playing tennis or kayaking. Or... <laughs> that great that great sport we all know and love, jumping out of a helicopter and running. <laughs> and running away from it. I, yeah, I don't know. They it play, seems sporty. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that I I was made uncomfortable by the sexual tension between Higgins and Magnum, even if it was just because it's Higgins and Magnum. And I, I just don't, I'm, I mean, I have no, you're very sensitive to workplace sexual harassment. Is that what I'm hearing? I have no problem with, well, you know, my Higgins and my Thomas, they don't, you know, they're never, they were never going to get together in the old show. Right. Right. Um, It was never, that that never seemed like that. (laughs) I don't know. I've seen some forums online. Um, (laughs) And again, I, I just like, I think I like my Higgins and my Magnum to be a little more ant- antagonistic. No, Higgins um, and Magnum in the reboot, they have some conversations, some heart to hearts, some scenes, you know, yeah. relationships and so forth that I really was enjoying imagining 
Tom Selleck and um, yeah, and jo- Jonathan. What's his name? Can you remind Hillerman. me? Jonathan Hillerman. Hill- I really yeah. was like, I would love to see these guys reenact some yes. of these scenes. Yes. He, wanted, he wanted the modern dialogue with the with the eighties yeah. actors. I was super yeah. in their faces. Which oh I, my god, we need some deep fakes of that. That yeah. needs yes. to, that needs to happen. That'd be so great. I think I think casting casting Higgins as a female and casting Higgins as a female is that did that come out the way gender it sounded? Swapping. Gender swapping the roles I think was smart. That makes sense if you're mm-hmm. going to do a new a new a new series to do that and also she's actually involved in the by season three at least anyway she's actually they're a partnership they're, they're a team yeah um, and she's she's solving these cases with them which never happened only only uh very uh tangentially uh, like if yeah, you just exactly. got he might have gotten roped yeah. into something or he, right. or he might have been on a, like there were there were episodes where like where they were just more like adventure episodes where he was involved in that but he was never like solving the cases no and he was against the whole thomas magnum being a pi thing right he thought it was a it, it was bad he didn't think it was a good way to spend your yeah. time um anyway well anyway perdita got away with that so so here we go so yeah let's let, let's let's set the baseline of where we're at now so we got thomas magnum who uh who is he played by jessica he is played by Jay Hernandez. Folks may have seen him in Carlito's Way, the re-crime prequel. Okay, he thank the you. I would say he's role. way too young to have been in the original. Crime yeah, prequel. yeah. Wow. He was also recently the ex-gangster El Diablo in Suicide Squad, and he was also in Bad Moms. Um, he was also on the seventh season of Scandal, so a lot of people remember him that. I did not watch that far in, so, but he was apparently very notable in that so he's playing without a mustache he's playing that role and he is returning from afghanistan and he is an ex-navy seal in this um version yeah and then we've got perdita weeks as higgins yes the major domo and his partner in the pi firm and then we have the friend rick who does still owns a uh, restaurant on this one orville um played by zachary knighton okay and And then then we tc Again, the helicopter pilot played by Stephen Hill. And then we have a, another character, Amy Hill, plays Kumu, um, which is a Hawaiian word for, I mean, that's her name, but it's also a Hawaiian word for elder or master. Okay. And she was a tour guide. I, I think if, I, if I'm if i understanding this correctly, so I'm not a super expert on the Magnum shows but it sounds like she was actually in the original magnum as a tour guide and then now in this reboot she's works at the cultural center is that right that's news to me i don't know but i would love to find out i love that we like that actress i've seen her in other stuff yeah yeah what else has she been in (laughs) well right now all i can think of is a show that my kids used to watch called just add magic very cute show for tween girls. But Aww. there was a period of time where she was getting cast in everything. I'm trying to. She was in Cat in the Hat, 51st Dates, Next Friday, Let's Go to Prison. She was in Spider-Man, The Homecoming, Lego, DC Comics. A lot of people are in DC in this show, okay. actually. They have a lot of connections to that. And I think that's because of the producer producer showrunner eric guggenheim whose older brother mark guggenheim is also connected up with all of the dc world i mean there's just pretty much no show that she hasn't been on her her career is gigantic she did an, she did an episode of doogie hauser the reboot of doogie hauser yes okay. yeah yeah got oh, oh my gosh good with the reboots 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another fun thing about this show is that it is a big crossover with Hawaii Five O um, currently, oh, which yeah, yes, and then the reboot. Also, I really want to see the them reboot of the original. Right, right. And it's set in the same universe. Okay, this is was in the trivia section, but it says it's set in the same universe as JAG, First Monday, NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, Scorpion, MacGyver, NCIS New Orleans, and NCIS Hawaii. Yes. That's all of, bonkers. All of that is true because it did it did like it had the little it had the first little crossover with Hawaii Five O. And but then Hawaii Five O has also been like in all of those other shows. So like once like once you link to one of those shows, it suddenly oh, lives in I all see. of that space. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And actors from Hawaii Five-O play characters, like three of them, I think, play characters on this show that come in and out as well. Wait, the same characters? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The actors and characters. Because Thomas has a sometimes contentious relationship with the police, even though he's very friendly with one of the cops. I forget the name of the cop that he's very friendly with. But yeah, Detective Gordon Matsumoto, played by Tim Kang. Yeah. So this guy, Peter Lenkoff, who is the creator of these reboots, he's he's a big reboot guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's why. He And then and according to Wikipedia, there those three shows and all the shows you just listed are part of the Lencoverse. Lencoverse. Oh, I didn't know. Because so he, everyone has to have a verse. Everyone has to right. have a universe. I want to have a Coakley <laughs> chorus. I don't want a verse. I don't want a Coakley verse. Can I have a Coakley chorus where we just do the same show over and over and over again and run it into the ground and I make millions and millions of dollars? I don't need I don't need a verse. Just give me a chorus that everybody loves. Well, the Wayneverse has been around for billions of years. Oh, yeah. It goes way back in Wayne Street way back <laughs> I, I didn't know this well, there's, local, well, there's local Wayne Street and then there's you know national Wayne Street and then there's ancient Wayne Street <laughs> so tell me tell me a fact from from ancient Wayne Street from ancient Wayne Street ancient Wayne Street I want to hear some ancient Wayne Street yeah me too um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good improviser. All right. So Jessica, you want to give us the bingo card on what this show is? Oh my gosh. So this is, you know, if you had a bingo card and you really were playing it on this, you <laughs> this is cover the whole like sheet. any of the other shows. It's action adventure crime, which I think that's the first time we've had the two A's and the and the, the with the crime. So that's awesome. Okay. Very exciting. Jess, you want to hit us with the log line? Okay, so this is episode or season two, episode 13, Mondays are for murder. And Magnum and TC go undercover as efficiency experts when a corporate manager is murdered and everyone in the office is a suspect. Rick is curious why Higgins faked an injury to prevent her from investigating the case with Thomas. And I have seen her in pictures with a sling. So I am curious as well. Excellent. Do we know when Michael Scott shows up in the office? Right. <laughs> Maybe he's the one that gets murdered. Maybe. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, that would be hilarious. So we need to watch out for like office inside jokes. All right. Yeah, a crossover. Well, we're we're going to watch to find out who gets killed and we'll be right back with some guesses. If we're filling out our bingo cards, yes, yeah, 
every, I get I get a dauber for every time Higgins pulls out her laptop and does some kind of serious hacking on the oh yes public Wi-Fi. Oh please, yes. she's she's yeah. hacking on the public Wi-Fi. <laughs> Public um, Wi-Fi. How many times I, have they said, and Melissa gets one every time. <laughs> he says, dig into the financials. Into <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those financials, and it takes Higgins, her like two seconds. She's like, boop, boop, boop. Now I've got all the oh, bank records. I have all, not all, not, but everyone. Like yeah, that everyone, one episode, everyone's, okay. everyone, everyone's bank records are like five keystrokes. No time at all, yeah. And the sound yeah, yeah. got the keystroke sound effect on this uh, is this is the amazing thing about people who really know how to use computers. I mean, I can't even set up my freaking Wi-Fi printing, but they're like, sure, break into a bank, break into HR, done. Five yeah, keystrokes, yeah. great. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, ask her to print all those records. I bet you she can't do that. I bet she can't print them. I bet mm-hmm. she's out of toner. But I just love, I love <laughs> just... that. I love that shorthand. The dig into their financials. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing as set up a perimeter. If someone, if someone screamed at you, like if you've been, you're in, you have a new job and you work for some some security company or whatever, and you've had some training, but and somebody screamed at you, set up a perimeter. Would you know what to do? No, I mean I wouldn't, but presumably anybody who knew what a perimeter was would know what but to we, do. Okay, I know what a perimeter is. <laughs> How do you, do you know how to set one up? I mean. Set up a printer as if it's that's a thing we do. Every place, every place would have would it would be different. Does that mean? But they don't have time for. Does it mean actually? Do are you setting up a, a fence? Are you building? Um, <laughs> Set up a perimeter. Do you want white picket or chain link, please? Yeah, or are you? Or is it just dudes? You just are you placing dudes every so. Awesome. So often, but that's the other thing. Like how far I apart? Dudes, I mean, women dudes as well as men dudes. Whoever, right. yeah. just dudes, just dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like y'all, Pawns. like guys. Pawns, yeah. Like in chess. So anyway, that's right. It's in the same camp. Yeah. So I think that dig into the financials is definitely on the bingo card as well. I want I want to go back to I want to go back to toner and financials because what I loved about this, so we're we make no sense to anybody right now listening. So so yes, Thomas and TC go to this firm to investigate and see about somebody's murder. Some somebody in upper management was pushed down the stairs. It wasn't an accident, it was murder. They're trying to figure out who it is. There's a whole sequence of scenes where they go through and interview people, and one of the employees recognizes them at the office and and any event. But what I love is that those that sequence of scenes is almost a direct shot for shot homage to office space. Yes. Very that's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when they're coming oh. in. Yeah. Which I thought I thought that was a sly little nod to everybody there. So I was oh, waiting for someone right. to be like, this is like I do, I don't know how to print. Why why can't I print? This freaking printer isn't working. And they just like, I just want to see them like at some point in this episode, I want to see them beat the living snot out of a printer. Right. Yes, like, please. So at the beginning of this episode, it jumped back in time. Yes, there was yeah. there was there Did was it a, always do that. Did was there a was there a super that said one week earlier or something? It like said that? 12, well, hour, 12, we, hours 12 hours earlier. Like this oh, is a, it was hours. how did we miss that? Well, because we it the, was the it was in the beauty shot. It was oh, in the beauty yeah. shot. As they so they they have the so what happens is is the episode starts with Thomas Magnum racing through a office at late at night trying to find somebody and he goes into a room and there's a guy who's been tied up and his duct taped over his mouth and he's like he knows he knows everything 
So then they run out and they're like, we got to tell security. They go to the elevator. There's a dead security guard in the elevator, or at least a very shot security guard in the elevator. He's out for the count. He's been shot in the gut. His gun is missing. They cut to TC, who's being walked in through a park. It looks like the parking garage, I think. Yeah. And he's got a gun behind him. And he's just like, keep walking. And we don't see who's got the gun, because obviously that's our villain. And we have to guess on that. And then they cut to the opening credits. So that's your teaser. It's like a minute long teaser, which I'm down for. I love it. But then when they come back from teaser, they do like one of those establishing beauty shots of like some beautiful bay on Oahu. And they do that whole like big block letter that's theoretically, that's supposedly just sitting on top of the water in the bay that just says you know 12 hours I missed hours it because I was looking at, I missed it because I was actually looking at the beauty shot and thinking one of the things I like about this show is they're establishing shots of of the beautiful island of Oahu and and the way they have some shots you some it's you see the city other shots you see the neighborhood and anyone who's been to been to Hawaii knows that there's there's actual people that live on the islands and they live in houses and apartment buildings and and in neighborhoods that are just you know besides being on Hawaii look like everybody else's looks like other neighborhoods you might see and I I like actually I like that most about Hawaii was seeing that stuff did you did you happen to see any Ferraris I did not. Although we should have mentioned that in the pilot episode of this show, they do do the fan service where yes. he crashes the one car, the modern Ferrari. I guess it's a Ferrari. So oh, what happens in that? The, what ha- yeah, he doesn't. So the first, so he's got the modern Ferrari and he right. doesn't crash the modern Ferrari. He goes, he gets a call from his friends. He goes to invest, he goes to help out his friend. Right. When he gets there, they're Smash. trying to take his friend away and kill him. And they, those guys shoot up the car. With right. the rifle. So he so he needs a new car. So then he gets the old original Ferrari and then he drives that around and that's the one that gets smashed. Yeah, he does the J turn. Out the front window. Shoots out the front window and then the car's coming at him. And but in this case he had his he friend's jumps. helicopter above him so he could yeah. get out of the way. It was seamless. Yeah, yeah. it was it good. Was- it was good. But we got to see within the first five or six minutes of maybe more. But anyway, within the first little bit of the pilot of the new Magnum. We got to see Magnum crash out of the, you know, come out in the in the old Ferrari. Which yes, great fan service for the yes, incredible fan service. So no, I, I agree. With you. And that was that was a lot of fun to watch for me as well. In that, so but in this episode, no Ferrari yet. Just a lot of time inside an office building. Higgins, for some reason, is. We don't have to talk about this so much, but Higgins is pretending to be injured with a shoulder so that she's not on this job with TC and Magnum. We got four people in that the they're interviewing. No, well, I, know, here. I know who it is. Oh, you just want to go go for it. Tell us who it is. I mean, I already know who it is. Hit it. It's IT. <laughs> yeah. It's the IT guy? For sure. Oh, okay. I I think IT is a red herring. The way they filmed him, everyone else was filmed either it was coming off a shoulder or right in the middle, but they did this thing with him where the camera kind of went, and I know you can't see my hands. Oh, well. You, the camera kind of went, and then it kind of dipped down around under the table, or not under the table, but, you know, down uh-huh. kind of at, at table level. Oh. And back up. It just lingered on him for more than the rest of them. So I think we're either going to see more of him at least, but I, I think that's my guess is it's him. It's the well, IT guy. Well, whoever has the gun on TC in the parking garage seems to be a sort of snivelly, whiny-voiced male. Yes, uh, definitely a male. White male, and so it rules out. 
two of the right because so there were the four people that they interviewed was one one white lady i don't know what her job was she carried herself she did not carry herself like a salesperson or someone who was in charge of things so my first guess is that she's some kind of admin position here then there was there was the the salesman highly um, ambitious highly (laughs) ambitious talking about his sales numbers asian or hawaiian descent or pacific islander descent then there was the security guard I'm sorry. I was just gonna say it could have been it could have been the salesman behind the gun. Yeah, that's possible. Sure. I know they did use a lot of he. He knows every, in the flashback or he knows he knows everything. He knows everything. So I guess is that supposed to? I think that's IT a red guy. herring. It guy knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Well, IT. they think they do. Is, and so, sorry, I have yeah. to go back and ask: Did the guy with the tape? On his mouth at the very beginning. That's not the guy who who outed them. It's not yeah. the so that's, that's I think who, that is okay. That's so what, that was my question as well. So okay. one of the, the final is. person they interview is this is another salesman, I think, or somebody else in there who Thomas Magnum had followed and in the pilot. That was the guy from oh, the pilot. He's in the pilot. I forgot. Oh, okay, you don't okay. see him in the pilot. The altercation happened wife. in the pilot. So so this guy's oh. wife comes to get photos or whatever from from magnum who's been following her husband and she she basically says i know that you i know that he caught you following him and that you guys and that he punched you and and stuff so they so that is what this guy is referring to and so at first at first it's just magnum's monologue in his head saying yeah every so often you run into someone from another case which I think we talked about this <laughs> last time we talked about Magnum, where we were speculating on like, it's not such a big island. How, not just how many crimes are going on, but like, yeah, eventually there's going to be some crossover. There's yeah. so, and this was like, obviously one of those cases where he's like, he basically followed this guy just, I don't know, earlier in the year or something. Right. Yeah. And so the guy knew that and called him out on it. And so then they tell him the whole thing, even though, yeah, they give it all away to this guy, even though away. he's a suspect. Yeah. Terrible basically. liars. Like, they didn't have any, I don't know. They had no I game. Not buy them for one minute as business for the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one minute. What, you, did, you didn't think their dig into the financials was, like, yeah, savvy enough? I did not. I did not buy TC and Thomas for one minute as. They looked, They did not look right in those suits at all. No, they looked very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Suits. And their questions were, like, straight out of a LinkedIn you know, like article. <laughs> your, ba- your basic like inter- interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questions <laughs> to plan for. Yeah. So, so that guy knows him already. So, the, and- so the so the men we have, the men we have are the IT guy, the boss of the company himself, Mister Kahaley. He is have a per- we met him? We met him. He's been on the he was on the phone to to Magnum and Higgins okay. at the very beginning. So we have the boss, Mr. Kahaley. We have the IT guy. We have the security guard, who I believe it's the same security guard who ends up shot. And then we have the salesman who confronts Magnum. So those are the four guys that we've got, I think. Oh, no, and then there's also the Asian Pacific Islander sales guy as well. So those are the five guys. It was a a black woman as well, which we assume. Right. Yes, and she said it's cutthroat here. It's cutthroat. And that that kind of took them aback because they weren't expecting anybody, I guess, to say that this was a very competitive place. Right. But even even before I saw the hand holding the gun, which was a white male hand, I knew she wasn't it because of the way they shot her, the way they framed her in the frame. Okay. Oh, okay. She came on the frame. I was like, "That's that's not her. She didn't do it." So, oh you, my gosh! So you guess, you guess by you guess by 
you guessed by 66 Batman rules, which is just like as soon as that camera goes off kilter, you're like, they're the other one. They must be the bad guy. The camera's crooked. How do people Absolutely. in real life solve crimes when they with, don't have when the they're lens. not? Yeah, when they haven't been <laughs> shot. They don't have the visual cues. It's yeah. TikTok. It's all TikTok. How do they frame their TikTok? Oh, that person doesn't yeah. frame themselves and well they on don't TikTok. Know. They're guilty. Oh, it's- we're we're at the third commercial break. Yeah, we are going to figure this out very shortly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Without commercial breaks, how do people in the real world even function? Well, no. Again, it's one of the things I love about the show. You guys is I love I love the just being able to dissect a little bit of this about how these shows are put together, how they're made, and you know the creative power of the people doing this doing these shows i mean is off the charts obviously yes but there's such a relentless schedule i mean these people have to just create and create and create so obviously there are there has to be some shorthands there has to be some things they go they go back to and and they're the things that work right you know and so these these dps these cameramen and these directors let alone the writers they obviously have some you know they have to and if, if you love it i guess i guess i just I I like it because I'm into it. You know, I'm into filmmaking and I'm into editing. And so I love that stuff and I want to know about it. Anyway, that's why I, that's why I look, I look for that stuff. I just think that, it, I just think it's part of the storytelling and it's, it's very cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But your whole theory is based on how. Based on camera angles. How he's shot. Absolutely. It's, okay. It's like, it's okay. like crystal clear in my mind. It's like, there's not even a question. <laughs> it's like, I'm not even like. It's just, All right, who's in? Who's in with Wayne? Who's who's like? Well, not by show of hands because nobody can see that in space. But like, does anybody does anybody agree with yeah. Wayne? Does anybody else want to like choose the IT guy? No, I think he's a red herring. Also, you don't think we've met the killer yet, or well, the guy with the gun, which is also uh, possible in this show. Like, right. there, uh, this is also possible. But how you know? How do I guess? Then. then you just make something up. You're like, oh, I think that I think that there must be this is usually if there's somebody we haven't met, that's usually based around the why. So it's like, okay, why do we think this person is doing it? Sure. Is there like some is there a blackmail that's happening? Is there like in this one it might be an investor? Like there might be an investor who's the numbers aren't good enough or he wants to sell and make some money, but they're not making the numbers good enough. So this person wasn't going to lie. The person who died wasn't going to lie and fudge the reports for the investors. So this investor is taking matters into his own hands and he's the one who's trying to kill people and find somebody who will cook the books so that it looks good enough so that when they sell it, they get the money that they deserve from it. We that's haven't met that person. That was that's, really- I've changed my whole thing. <laughs> Was it was really... not the IT guy at all. Wasn't that just supposed to be a for example? It was not the IT guy. <laughs> yeah. That was I an know. elaborate example. This is the dude who's been doing <laughs> this for several months <laughs> now. Right? Yes, he's a writer. He's also a writer. He understands with how this goes. That is my guess. What you just said, I don't even remember what it was, but that's my guess. An investor. An investor is what I said on that. Yes. That's so that's your guess? Is an investor that you we know, have you know, I got no sticking with the IT guy. I think he came up with I think he's found something. He knows everything. I'm gonna I I well, it's either that or the investor. <laughs> but speaking that, of guesses, Alyssa, Jessica, yeah, we need some guesses. I, I know. All right. Jessica, do you have something? I do in general as an audience we think that higgins was talking to mr kahaley yes for the setup yes but we don't see him do we 
We with, do see him. We do we do see him on the phone. He's he walks into but, the Sun's corporate offices him. and we see him on the phone. Oh. Yeah, but do we see him with Thomas and with No. No, we never no. see that. We never see him with so Thomas and TC. His lines are something to the effect of, "Yes, I have it all set up the way you said. Do you think it would work? It's going to work." It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to guess that he was not actually talking to her. The camera made it look like he was talking to her. Oh. He was talking to somebody else. And he is actually an accomplice in the murder because he mm. looked really unnecessarily nervous. And so if you're saying an investor, I I am going to kind of agree with you that, that it, there's an investor, but I think Mr. Kahaley is in on it. And I think that that whole phone conversation was filmed to look like it. he was talking to her, but he actually was having that conversation with the investor who he is covering up for. Okay. That's, okay. That's bold. That's what, my guess. There is also something going on. Nope. Let me say my theory. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Alyssa, Ooh, say yeah, your theory. I hear it. I'm going to go into... Yeah, exactly. The B Ooh, Good, good, good. Plots yeah. are not there for no reason. And they're not exactly. the show's strong suit. No, no, no they're not. <laughs> and also, this show wants to tease out emotional struggles. Drama. Or developments or drama for Higgins. Yeah, yeah. Or Higgins says she's hanging out. You know, she's she's decided to do a little work at the bar. For no good reason. And I'm, right I'm up going at the bar. She's got her laptop. And she's in her sling at the bar. And then yeah. she expects for him not for his friend not to right. notice. Right. That by the way, I want to add in too. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but no, since no, we no. were talking about her tippy tapping on the computer, yeah. Those sound effects, it is like <laughs> the sexiest, softest tippy tapping oh, yeah. on the computer. And the that the keyboard and it's a that's a sexy keyboard sound. She's a really good ladies and gentlemen. This is why she's married to me. The sexy keyboard sound. She's like, man, that's a sexy keyboard sound. I know how to do it. Like a kid. (laughs) It doesn't matter what keyboard she's typing on, they all sound. (laughs) So she's yeah, so she's got her arm in a sling, and they've already established she's has some shoulder injury. And then so, but she decides instead of working from home in a huge estate <laughs> where there's plenty of room <laughs> and plenty of privacy, she's decided to work at the bar where that Rick is happens to be bartending at it on that night. She thought he was doing inventory. She oh, who keeps she who, keep, who keeps scotch at home? Really if dumb. you're gonna have a drink, you need to go to a bar. Like nobody you're that's not, a really I, dumb I, thing. All right. Phil, that was really dumb of her. And that was what to me, that's what. That's what made it even worse was that she even said she shouldn't have said that. I thought you were doing it for No, it's, it was bad. It was bad. And she's like, this is inconvenient. Just typing with one hand and I can't get my sexy typing sound. And so (laughs) she pulls the other arm out of the sling and, and starts. And then immediately he's onto her and is like, why did you lie about this injury? And she says, to be honest, I, didn't want to talk about why I don't want to work this particular case. And then he warns her that lying to Magnum so early uh, on in their partnership is a bad idea. 
and she she avoids talking any further about it and and he leaves her alone so there's something there there's some reason she does not want to be at that office participating in that charade. I'm going to say there's some, I'm going to say the he, the he knows is the boss. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Kahaley? Yeah, I think it's Mr. Kahaley. And I think he knows something about, I, I think somehow she'll be in danger. Or okay. He, Before yeah. the episode is done, she'll yeah, be in I danger. I think something something might happen like that. You're right. God, you're right. No, I'm not. No, Kahaley is Kahaley's <laughs> the Kahaley, Kahaley's yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne, you you're <laughs> so, somebody say the IT again so that Wayne can once again Wait agree with his own guess. No, you've gone with everybody else in the Yes. You're the first next time. They should have been tenth. We don't know if Magnum has some other plan up their sleeve or something i would that you're right that's a good i that's a good point magnum might they might have like this was just a this was just their front story there might be like another like plan b but i would love i would love to see this thomas magnum just come in and pretend to be like in the khakis and then like the black polo shirt and just pretend not to understand how to use the printer yeah. i was like i'm really sorry do you think you could show me how to do this like i can't i can't, I can't like i can't run a team's I meeting to the wi-fi i don't I don't understand. But Why sun is, it so, is it is it sunscreen? Are they what is I don't know what the Sunsmooth? Yes. I have no idea what Sunsmooth sun is. Restful sun sunscreen company. It's a it's a sunscreen company. We don't I, I don't so. know. You like we're it. guessing. We're guessing. I have one more thing. Why is there a goat in this episode? There are chickens all over Hawaii. It should be a chicken. I think Rooster. this yeah. what's that? Oh, I said roosters. A lot I you can hear the roosters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, chickens and roosters. So, yeah, I wonder if this is a little homage to Tom Lennon and the goat story and that this episode was rewritten a hundred different times. And so who the hell knows who did it? But we've got ourselves a goat. Yes, the goat. Thomas Magnum is a good guy and he wants to help people. He wants so to help you. He will accept a goat as payment. Do we That's think before we go to watch the rest of it, anybody, anybody want to lay long odds on the fact that the goat is behind it all? No, the no. goat's gotta come back. It okay, will come back. Can I? Where is the goat oh. gonna come back? Is the goat just gonna come back at the end? Maybe the It'll goat will back. eat paperwork. Do we get points for the goat? If if we say the goat's coming back and it comes back, do we get a point or whatever? Oh my oh, god! Yeah, if, you that. Goat, whatever, if you say the goat, if you say the goat did it and the goat did in fact do <laughs> well, it, yeah. you win the show. We shut down the podcast. That'll be <laughs> that's it. That'll be unprecedented. <laughs> I don't think the goat did it. The goat will be back and it will be eating something. No, because the camera was still when it was on the goat, so it's not. It's not, <laughs> not. <laughs> no movement on the goat. There was no movement on the goat. At all, and yeah, you can see it in his eyes. The ghost's not a killer. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see him at a laptop. Be like, black. <laughs> I want and to see the ghost. I want to see the ghost's financials before I make any decisions about the goat. Well, I think the goat's setting up the guarding the perimeter. Like that's of headbutts ah. on the perimeter there. Mm, see, that goat yeah. knows more about setting up a perimeter than I do. Yeah. All right. Well, we will find out if we know anything about guessing murders when we come back. Okay, may I may I just say, literally in my notes, I have written down here, 
Wayne, you brilliant bastard. Yes. Oh my gosh. You I totally was up. right. I totally want it. Save it for the pod. This, this is, is the pod. pod. We're this is it. We're oh, on. We're not saving this. shit for the pod. This is it. I know you did it. I got it right. And you you guys nailed it. To, you guys tried to pull me into other directions. What was that nonsense you were talking about? What do you want me to be? You want me to just say I'll have what he's having? What was that nonsense about the boss and you and it? And it, it was so obviously the idea it was too obvious from the get yes i agree with Alyssa, and i mean was, why wouldn't the b story like work into the a story that makes but it sense did. the b story did work into the a story the b story with her arm in a sling was the fact that she went on one date they made it clear that it was only one date and that she didn't sleep with the sleazeball while he was dating his wife but she did go out on a date with the sleazeball yeah yeah that yeah. was weak sauce kind of weak sauce but I am bummed that we had to wait until like there was two minutes left to see the Ferrari at all. And that we only got to see the Ferrari play chicken in a parking garage. That's that like that does not what they did do well in this episode was layer a lot of why this person and how this person got killed. Because at first we thought he was pushed down the stairs. Then we found out he had chemo. And may, like they didn't know that the poison was happening, so there was a lot of like that that was churning and revealing itself. Oh, I was gonna say, and that I can dig. I can like, I like that kind of straight ahead, very uh, well. It's not them, it's not them, or or we think it's them, and then it's and then it's not. But just when it did get to who it was, like it wasn't very interesting. It wasn't. I mean, and he had no. I mean, I just feel like there's a lot of choices they could have made that would have made that much more interesting. Interesting. You know, they gave him that birthday cake scene or the birthday donut. Yeah, the malasadas thing. Yeah. Malasadas. I don't know what a malasada is, but I'm assuming it's kind of some kind of a Hawaiian pastry. It is originally a Portuguese pastry that the Hawaiians have made their own. It's it's just a nice puffy pastry. You deep fry it. It's like a donut. You deep fry it and then you can put like flavored stuffings in it. And I nearly got and, sugar and coma. Cover. Uh, and cover, yeah, cover different flavors of sugars as much as you want to. So, yeah. Okay, I love that. I love the detail there. And But they had the whole thing with him coming in, oh, I don't get invited to those things. And as but, soon as he came in, as soon as he came in for that scene, I was like, oh, it's him. Like, Wayne just won. Wayne just won. And then it didn't, yeah. I thought that I'd lost when all of a sudden they were talking about him on the computer when they were actually finding, I was like, oh, it's it's still too early. I've, I, have, I have lost because... Now they think it's him, but just like the vape girl. But they, they didn't think it was him. They didn't suspect him at all. They were suspecting Cal, whose computer that they were looking on. They right. didn't. They didn't suspect the IT guy at all. But then when he did, when it was him, it was only. I mean, he was just because he was going to get fired. Yeah, I mean, it's like not very. That's just not very interesting. Why not make the character actually want to do it and make that character that interesting enough to yeah. want to. I, I will say I did I did like the twist that Glenn the, the character who died was named Glenn right did I do I have that yeah. right the yes. character who died was Glenn I did like the choice that he was like he was positioned as a jerk the whole way through until the until the secretary broke and I was all like it's gonna be the fact that they're having an affair or he's having and but then he's just like he went to yeah. chemo and I was like okay like that's yeah. an that that was an interesting choice I will say though at that point. Everybody, I'm sorry, like whether or not he wanted to keep it a secret, everybody, like the HR people at that company knew that he had chemo. hundred <laughs> percent people knew that that Plus, man had chemo. Everybody know that that man, everybody knew that Magnum and TC were not 
business consultants. Yes, exactly. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I want to apologize. I want to apologize to Norma. Norma was the woman who had a bun in her hair and was interviewed in the first opening sequence who I said looked a little mousy and carried herself as if she was an admin assistant. Turns out she was actually in sales. So I apologize, Norma, for inadvertently uh, diminishing your role. Anyone can and she was like out sick. Sales. She was what? She was out sick. Yes. She was. She was out <laughs> sick when he died. But she had, yeah. And when was the last, I will, I do appreciate this. When was the last time you heard somebody say uh, that their their alibi was they were at their kid's school pageant? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Your kid, like, that is perhaps the best, like, you're just like, damn, I, like, I mean, let's be honest. You have two lovely, wonderful, amazing children. But I am sure that you have sat through some school pageants where you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I wish I was murdering somebody. Yeah. I wish I was murdering somebody. You know, or like, oh, thank God I went to that pageant. It's my, it's a rock solid alibi. Thank God. <laughs> like that may be the best thing you can say about a school pageant. Well, thank God I went because now I can't be accused of murder. Uh, no one's ever going to know that I was in a school pageant because I slipped in in the back. And then I leave right when it's over, so no one would ever see me. Huh. It's my own child, maybe. Yeah, you want your child to see you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's important. The whole point is to be seen. Yes. For yeah. Credit for going. I was at the pageant. Ask, like, ask my ask my eight year old son. When you see your friends in plays, like you're not gonna sneak out without them knowing you came. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, I don't. Don't want credit. Anymore. You don't stay for the. No. You were wonderful. That no, was amazing. I don't do that anymore. I really don't. I can't. I can't do it. Even when it's true, and a lot of times it is, I don't do. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Special note to Wayne's friends: note that he said a lot of times, but not oh, all the time. I haven't <laughs> been to a friend's. I've been to a friend's show in years. It's true. So I don't. I don't actually go to them anymore. I mean, the, you know, I just don't. Well, if I go, I want them to punch my card. You know, I want my. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that comes up later in therapy. Um, Yeah. I mean, what I do is I send the text from the car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. no. I think that's acceptable. Throw in a detail. That shows you really saw it. Yes. Love the 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 two step in in Act Two. Mm-hmm. We're great. Thanks so much for the tickets. I had no idea you spoke Italian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the sitter's waiting, and I got to get back home. Yep. Oh that, yeah. Ever since yeah, yeah. we had our first, that was it. Yeah. Go. We don't have a. There will be a day when they're too old for that excuse. Yeah. But we'll come But up I'm I'm things. over. I'm I yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that problem anymore. I don't have that guilt anymore. I don't stick around. Okay. And I don't want anyone to stick around for, for me. If I if I'm in a show, which I don't think I ever probably will be again, but I don't need anyone to stick around for me. You see the show. Thank you for coming. Let's go. I have my work team coming to see Christmas Town, the play that I wrote. Yeah. In that is being performed in Seattle this month. It's a Christmas play. And um, where's it being performed? Go ahead, plug it. Do it. It's it's gonna be at uh, Seattle Public Theater. This is the ninth and final year. It's been their Christmas staple for for the last nine years, and it is an original Christmas noir comedy. So it's a mystery comedy noir set in the in the magical world of Christmas. It's the perfect play to plug on this podcast. It is, it actually is. You're right. Yeah, right. There's a mystery to solve and a a, pot- a potential murder. Yes, and a so PI. 
if anyone out there in the future is looking for that's right a, a nice holiday show that you've never seen before four cast members easy to produce if you're looking for an easy to produce christmas play that's a little bit different than you know the usual treacly holiday fair this has got a little mm -hmm. edge to it but not too much edge a lot of laughs nick, yep nick holiday the grizzled private eye who has to uh solve a mystery for a very important very important client mm -hmm. very important northern based client that's right <laughs> where would you this is my question to the group but maybe wayne particularly but where would you hide your vape pen if you were going out to like sneak a smoke oh. let's see the reason I'm asking this is because in the show, there's a clue that somebody left a vape pen in the in the yeah, stairwell. We've done with it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't leave my I wouldn't leave my paraphernalia behind. I certainly wouldn't. Oh, and it, it has been it has been it's been. I have. I, mean, I don't smoke anymore, but it's been decades since I would leave a cigarette butt. You know. On yeah. A, just around. Even if it was outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would pick it up and put it in the garbage. I stopped throwing my cigarette butts on the ground and leaving them there. Oh God, you know, ten years before I quit. So, yeah, we used, to, we used to just smoke. We used to just smoke and throw them down and smoke and throw them down. We smoke inside. We throw them on the floor. We smoke. We didn't care. We smoke <laughs> in the just, inside. We didn't care. Everywhere. We just threw we it, and no one could say shit to us. It was like, yeah, yeah I'm smoking. What are you going to do about it? I'm in the smoking section. On the floor, on the floor, <laughs> in the bathroom, in the in the urinal. Oh, those were the awesome days. <laughs> those were yeah. the salad days of nicotine and cigarette butts. Oh, it's the best. But then you, but yeah, you would not leave your vape pen in the, especially if you weren't supposed to smoke your vape in the stairwell. You would not leave your vape pen in the stairwell. No slip yeah. it on my sleeve and yes. I walk awkwardly with it. Oh yeah, yes. that's a good one. Good one. Good one. Purse, I suppose. And then you'd wash your hands and, and hope no one yeah. smelled yeah. on your hands. Yeah, which you would have to do either way because you're vaping. So it would be, you know, whether you leave it in the hallway or not, you would still have to wash your hands. I had a I had a friend mm -hmm. who would smoke the smoke the flavored tobacco. And so we'd leave a restaurant and, and he like as soon as you're out the door, he's like putting it up and vaping on it and then like but he'd walk ahead of everybody so that you didn't have to theoretically not to annoy anybody he would walk ahead of everybody but like he'd like exhale and because it was different flavored you'd like suddenly you'd be like walking through a cloud of like cinnamon donuts or something yeah, it's yeah. like uh, oh okay that's the flavor he's got today cinnamon donuts nice nice that used to be the true joy of of finishing a movie or or finishing a, a meal was to walk out especially in the winter time would be to walk out of the of the front door of the restaurant or the movie theater or the play right sure yeah and light up a, a cigarette oh god yeah i can see it i can see it i can see the okay. door opening okay, well, and the hands that go back like i feel like i've seen it a hundred times yeah like it's a choreography better. yeah <laughs> nothing better um yeah those days are those days are over yeah but yeah i was gonna say about that i don't know can't remember but yeah jacob keeps he wants to jacob can bring it back bring it back bring it, bring it back bring it back okay so here's so this is another so there's a whole scene there's a whole scene sequence where i think it's i think it's cal that they did so they decide that cal because he goes out and gets coffee has mm -hmm. taken the opportunity to poison glenn and they decide they need to break cal 
So they bring him into the office and they do just the most milk toast breaking of a suspect. Like they're going to they're going to put his seat low and they're going to turn up the heat to make him sweat and they really like make Thomas Magnum bond with him. It's ridiculous to begin with, but my also my favorite thing in that was that <laughs> the the thermostat in that office was from like maybe from the 1980s with like the little dial on it with all the little numbers on it so just so just so it was perfectly clear so that everybody knew that like they Higgins told him to do it beforehand he told TC what he was doing then he went and told everybody that I'm going to turn up the like every every time but still you got to show the dial turning just so people get it yeah, yeah. No subtlety uh, at all in this. Also, that and then it didn't even work. It didn't even like work how they wanted it to work. Yes, that, it did not break him. Oh, they had to. They had to perform in such a way that was like absolutely irresponsible. TC literally like terrified. yeah, threatened him. Threatened him. But also, their hypothetical... <laughs> like corporate consultants do. I mean, yeah. I, I can't yeah. tell you how many how many yeah. corporate consultants I've met who just physically intimidate people into giving them the lowdown <laughs> on how they fill out those TPS reports. <laughs> those ones who come in and do like the whole the whole assessment of your personality, like uh, like uh, they can get brutal, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's your favorite color? Don't think about it. Just tell us your favorite color. Um, You're an upholder. That motive that they were thinking of for him was stupid. It was it was like he promised him some stock options and then it turned out he couldn't do that. Well, I mean this <laughs> like, was like so it's lost cash, but it's not. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. It, I mean it was possibly millions of dollars. I mean, I think that's what you're meant to believe is that like if the company gets ta- if the company gets bought and I'm to my investor theory, if the company gets bought and you're given shares, the shares are suddenly worth so many millions. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe big sunscreen is not worth that much money. I don't know. Well, it was, was a sunscreen company, have... by the way, just so everybody yeah, knows. It was yeah, sunscreen. Yeah. The finest sunscreen. On the market. On the market. On, on the market. market. Yeah, best sunscreen on the market, according to, was it TC who said that? Somebody said, in any event, best sunscreen out there. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you got, yeah. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you also got another point because we saw the goat again. Yeah, we right. got the goat came back. Right. Two more scenes with the goat, or just one I more? Just I can't remember, one. but we full on saw the goat again. But hey, there yeah. was, we saw the goat again. So Higgins realized that lying was wrong when her heart softened because the guy who paid Thomas Magnum with the goat, his farm was going under. So Higgins was like, oh, I shouldn't yell. And also, I can't, I can't be a meanie. I have to be a softie. But they did call the goat back at the very end. When when Higgins and Magnum make up at the very end, they they cut to black and there's a little clang of the bell on the goat. So they do call the goat back one final time. Yeah. So I want to know what case this goat farmer had for Magnum. Thanks for solving my case. Yeah, I'm that's a good goat. question. Thanks for calling. Yeah. What, what murder? What murder happened on the goat farm? I mean, I'm just like that's that's very. Tra- I mean, I would think that would be really traumatic for that simple. Oh case. my God! Yes. Pay for the. The services of a of a murder PI with a goat. I mean, that's like, yeah, thanks for solving my case. Always. What was your case? <laughs> what was your case? Oh, <laughs> my God. You're right. Man, but what was your case? Oh, he does a lot of cheating spouses, I think. You think the, but even then, yeah, I'm like the farmer had he a was, spouse, that farmer was way too happy in the next scene to have yeah. a cheating spouse. Way too happy. I yeah, mean, maybe, maybe he found out that his spouse wasn't cheating. Maybe that's why he was so happy. 
I'm going to pull in a story from our last episode of Agatha Raisin. Right. Sure. There was so Agatha Raisin's the creator MC Beaton said that when she and her husband moved back to Scotland from America, they were living in this town and her husband was raising sheep and they won awards. But everybody in the town was so jealous of them for their award-winning sheep that somebody broke in the fence and brought in another color ram so that it would like change the coloring of the their it sheep. would inseminate the sheep and therefore they would have less they wouldn't have prize winning yeah. sheep the next year because they would yeah. have been they would have been sullied by this ram. Yeah. And then there was another story that that was finally I think the straw that broke the camel's back was that she was blamed for a hit and run accident in town in the village when she was clearly caught on CT I mean she not caught but she was on clearly at a grocery store somewhere else in town on CCTV Oh that's right yeah yeah and and so they were like that's it we're going to the Cotswolds forget this place and they So maybe it was something something farm related some kind of like livestock related thing on that Yeah that's that's my guess Yeah I want that show I want that episode I mean you know if you're going to do the you know if anything is possible because you're on TV and you can write whatever you want to write. I think Magnum should stick to, and I haven't, I'll watch the more of it. I think Magnum needs to stick to this, these, their action sequences, which we all agree are pretty fun to watch and pretty great when he's driving the car and hundred percent and jumping on helicopters. Obviously they, there was a budget issue. <laughs> Just don't have that budget every episode for this episode to have that, those set pieces, but they need to stick to those. And, and yeah, I would say, if, you know, if you can do whatever you want, you might as well make it crazy, right? Make it crazy. Make it weird. Make it about goats. I just like, I like, I love seeing all these weird little things just happen. Through, like, like who decided, who decided that Rick's business, so Rick sulked. Once, once Rick knew that like Higgins was lying to Thomas Magnum, he sulked. And then, but the bit of business they gave him was, you're just going to go over here and you're just going to like randomly play with chopsticks in three different glasses huge amounts of chopsticks like what who needs who stores the chopsticks this way like them was like what what do you need to do what are you gonna oh, chopsticks give him some we already had him counting beer we already had him counting bottles let's give him some chopsticks to sigh over also saying they're holding the coffee mug like that was something right out of anchor man i mean it was right out of <laughs> like hello i'm going to drink out of this coffee in just a moment after i finish saying what i was gonna after i finish this line of dialogue that's been written for me I'm going to take a sip out of this coffee mug, which is, is obviously empty. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> and I think that I, like I said, I think they should st do more car chases. Hopefully they do. I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with car chases. I did like the way Magnum's phone has, when Higgins calls, has the dogs as the as the ringtone. Yes. The ringtone, yes. Or the wallpaper that comes up when, when I agree. Calls. I thought that was a funny touch. That was funny. Yeah, I like that too. That was fantastic. I'm going to go back and watch Magnum from the 80s. From the 80s. I will do that because I, I saw a few of, I saw a lot of them, but I certainly didn't see all of them. I was a Knight Rider guy. I think, yeah, I think Magnum was too grown up for me. Oh. Huh? Like too grown up. I needed Turbo Boost. and You consider Knight Rider like a, a, a more PG? What? Knight Rider, I hate to tell you this. Yes. America, I hate to tell you this. Knight Rider is a show made for children 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah, but I think so. There's a talking car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking, right talking car equals made for children. If they could have gotten that car to transform, they'd have done that too. That's <laughs> true. But also, but also a, a stuck-up British. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, the yeah, parallels are there. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It was the same dynamic. Michael Knight and Kit and, and Magnum P.I. and Higgins. Oh, Magnum P.I. It did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Haunted. So yeah. that IT guy, let me just, I'm sorry. I'm no, pretty, back to, do it. The IT guy had, did something to that security guard and stole his gun. Oh my God, oh, that the, I, the, the IT guy oh, stole the security. Right. Yeah, the, the IT guy absolutely he, killed like, somebody. Killed him. Yeah. Did he, kill him? he didn't I, kill him. I, he wasn't dead. I don't think he must have been dead. I don't, although. I don't know. He it was, was dark. He was lying on the floor of an elevator, not moving, shot through the gut. Like, yeah, yeah. it seems like there and was like a pool of blood that. around his. Yeah. So he got his gun away from him and shot him with his own gun. I, gu- oh, I guess. And I, well, you guys in a lot of trouble. Yeah. 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 Also, I loved where his his IT booth, his IT office. Yeah. Did you know that it looked like like you know basically it looked like Mission Control at NASA or something? It had like <laughs> like sunscreen. Like for a sunscreen company, the IT department would be like two two desktops and you know it's all cloud. Forget it. it. They don't even have it. They don't even have any servers yeah. on site. Maybe it's all cloud computing at this point. But you walked in there, you had like. <laughs> I did. I did notice all of the text rolling down the screens yeah. as if it was doing yeah, it was some like sort of ma- basic it was like computer program. He was like, "Yeah," and that's where he looked at all the porn spam. All the- <laughs> yes, yes. Porn spam, spam porn. <laughs> all the malware that's coming into this company. I know. I know. I uh, yeah. I knew it was him. Hmm. Good job. I knew it was a little sore about IT in general. And you feel like you just can't trust them. They can do anything. Yeah, I think they would definitely put five tabs. <gasps> to, five tabs. And, and I would drink it because I wouldn't taste it. Because, I, because you know, and it's all those years of smoking have killed your taste buds. You wouldn't notice it at all. And then, then somebody would go. Coffee and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And go into your coworker's office and look up poisons. <laughs> yes i'm gonna do it on here well he was the it guy so he knew if i if i do it on this his computer it'll look like this guy's doing never it. Get traced, right. never get traced back to me yeah yeah i'm not on because i'm on his computer Did it all happened at the same like at the same moment that he sat down so he went in he was like i gotta fix cal's email mm-hmm. and i don't have any friends so i'm gonna just look up poisons look up no 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 oh. he sat down first he looked in his email and he saw that there was an email saying that he was gonna, gonna be fired. fired right so then he's like god damn it i'm gonna look up some poisons yep. yes and he's i think that's what idea. we're meant to believe that all happened at the same time yeah <laughs> he, and he was so he was so distraught that he didn't remember that he's the it guy and that he should actually remove the digital trail of his of his uh, yes on poisons right wow. of Which his non-spam porn he had the he had the clearance to do that yeah, yeah but there are it there are definitely some it departments out there who who believe that no one else is as competent as they are so yeah that they it don't guy worry about it yeah that it guy got really professional really quick i mean with the gun and stuff like oh yeah like, he, what do you, yeah. do you ever think about what you have? I mean, again, you know, it's like that old thing where, you know, you there's no way you could actually knock someone out just by smacking them on the back of the head with right. the butt of a I mean, to do it, you'd have to, like, 
really injure them, like injure them beyond, you know, even waking up. And in that same vein, just the just the act of picking up a gun and holding it at somebody's head, if you've never done it before, you know, I don't think this IT guy has ever done anything like that before. So he's played Call of Duty. Really far he along. knows what to do. I guess you're right. I mean, um, I yeah. if, if you if you really had the presence of mind to transport yourself into your video game world that you and I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But that's why I'm a podcaster. So, you know, exactly. What I am not. I, that's why I'm not an IT murderer. Is that is that is that part of like your network training now too? Like I mean, everybody you got like part of your network security is just like here's how you handle a gun and here's how you shoot like here's how you shoot the people who are trying to put malware onto your system. This is what it like. We yeah. t- we take network to network defense very literally here. Digitize this bullet. <laughs> and then you send it and then you load it and you upload it and then they download it and then it shoots them <laughs> if they have at least they have to have at least a gig yes that's me on broadband it otherwise it's like yeah. you send me a bullet uh it's gonna take forever to download a whole bullet <laughs> the dark web is really just napster for bullets everybody's just like i've got i'm uploading these bullets over here i'm downloading these bullets over here pretty sure you someday you'll be able to shoot someone over the internet well that'd be a great day <laughs> oh that's an episode <laughs> all right is there anything else we need to talk about i just want to tell you two crazy things sure about some of the two of the actors here so the guy who played Kamakona, who has the shave ice truck. Yes, that, uh, that um, TC gets so angry in- at. Intimidating. So he is a regular on Hawaii Five O, but he also has the distinction of being the first, one of the first competitors on the very first UFC fight. Really? He was oh. a sumo wrestler. Yeah, uh, one of, right. Yeah, one of the only or few Americans that were invited to fight in Japan and reach the level of the Makashita class. That was mm-hmm. interesting. He lost pretty quickly when he played his UFC fight, apparently. But yeah, that was pretty funny or cool about him. And then Tim Kang, who plays Detective Gordon Matsumoto, hmm. he went to Cal for undergrad. Like you see Berkeley science. Cal? Yeah. Love went it. to Cal Berkeley. And then he got his MFA from Harvard and the Moscow Art Theater. So Moscow wow. Art Theater, really. Which I'm sure everybody knows because everybody who goes to Harvard tells you. Yeah, I'm so. sure he's told everybody. <laughs> How do you know somebody went to Harvard? They tell you. <laughs> well, I like him, actually. Yeah. He was good. Me too. You know what else? I, I like this show. These guys, these characters, I mean, I know Higgins and, and Magnum have have verbal fireworks but these characters like each other a lot and i like that too like the three yes. friends obviously they're yes. bonded by their war experience even higgins from what i've seen even in the pilot really um, well but mostly in these other two episodes in the later seasons these characters really care for care about each other and the show yeah. does a really good job of of showing that and i i like that well wayne i think i don't know how we can do a mic drop on this without like completely wrecking the whole podcast setup here but Congrats on like coming in and just crushing it like right out of the yeah. gate. Like, oh that my was gosh, well done. all of it. I, never had a, I never had a, there was never a doubt in my mind. I knew it the minute I saw that bald haired, pasty faced little eagle, I knew that he was, <laughs> I, I knew that he did. And a swoopy camera. <laughs> so, 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 little known fact, he's actually talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, now I guess when you are going to be the podcast adjudication board, I mean, is that what's happening that, here? Yeah, no, you're he's, everything, up he's, north. He's, he's moving to Squamish. That's right. They've offered him a position. He's going to Squamish. <laughs> yeah, I'll move. Well, no, I can do. They said I could do it remotely. Three days, <laughs> three days a week, I could do it remotely. And on those days, I'm the major domo. And then the uh, yes, okay. yes. Well, when we have questions Please. in our next season, we'll call. So, yeah. But yes, we are gonna we're gonna take a few weeks off here. We're gonna take a few weeks off for the holidays. We'll be yes. back early next year. So thanks all for listening, and we'll chat at you soon. Keep guessing, you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores, your insider info, your favorite logic cop catches, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Follow us and join the fun on Twitter at ClueDunnit or on Instagram and Facebook at ClueDunnit Podcast. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. Because watching TV is always, always better, better with, with friends. friends. We asked uh, Wayne's mom what she was watching on TV, and she was like, "Oh, it's just you know, it's it's one of those shows where she's from Australia, and her mom just died, and she wrote a book, and but so she for some reason she has to go back to the farm, and she has to pretend to be really this just whole love the farm. She has to pretend to love the farm because the editors are going to come for dinner and." And like, they want to see how folksy she is. And so she has to put on a whole act. And so her gay friend has to pretend to be her husband. And I was like, oh yeah, it's one, one of those. One of those shows. <laughs> Actually, I think you should have my mom on your show. Yeah. I would I would love that. That's Nobody, fantastic. I don't think moms. you'll talk to anyone who knows more about crime murder shows. The only the only drawback was that she has seen them all. So she would know. But Right. Finding one that you ever can... want an expert, armchair expert of, you should talk to my talk to my mother she will shout out the the cause of death <laughs> before the medical examiner does when we're watching these shows her and asked her when there was a corpse <laughs> i was yeah. like what do you think she's like can't tell yet yeah. <laughs>